Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Well, welcome everybody. This is Pam Dunn with 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. And my guest today is Monica Haas. So welcome, Monica. I want to say that first. Oh, hi, Pam. I'm so happy to be here. I'm, I'm so glad you're here. And the topic today that everyone gets to experience is the wisdom of the relationship with power. So I, I'm sure everybody's like ears are perked up right now. <laughs> so Monica is a certified coach and course leader for Your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company. And she also has her own business called Grace Light Consulting. So I'd love to... I have all of you check her out. Uh, you can find her on LinkedIn. And she has a lot of wisdom about power having come from the uh, corporate environment, which you're going to hear a little bit about. So start us off, Monica, by talking about how did you gain wisdom from a relationship with power? What does that mean? And, and how did that work for you? I, uh, I gained, it was pretty deeply embedded. You know, my relationship with power was um, way below my level of awareness. And so I went through quite a journey with it. But I think that the most impactful learning that I had was with what, what I would call the bad boss at work. And I was coaching with you at the time. And I, I just had this boss that, you, you know, I, I felt so victimized by the boss that he did things to me that were, you know, un, he was unfair, he was unkind, he was manipulative, he didn't have my best interests. So, you know, all of those statements are really the statements of a victim. Like I felt powerless around him. And so I, since I don't like feeling powerless, I'd, I'd much rather feel powerful <laughs> in my journey for, to find power. I really became a bit of a bully back towards him in some pretty sneaky ways, which was, which was interesting. And so I, I just went back and forth between un, you know, feeling underpowered, like a victim, all this is happening to me, to being overpowering and, um, you know, doing things to, you know, make him feel like he put him in him in his place kind of a thing. Uh, and when you were doing that, did you know that you were doing that or were you justified in doing that or both? Both. Mm. Yeah. It felt good. I will say that it felt good when I knew I was doing it. Oh, wow. That's interesting, that interesting, right? Yeah. 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 And it's so interesting because that's really the moment of truth when you can look at your relationship with power. 
that, mm -hmm. oh, to have the, as they say, the upper hand or, you know, uh, more power in that moment makes you feel good. It, it felt, it felt great <laughs> until I realized that's probably not the journey I want to be on. That's not who I want to be. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that and how, you know, the journey of who you want to be and the relationship with power in that journey. Yeah, that, um, that time in my career, I, I made a big transition in terms of who I wanted to be professionally. It was a, it was a very hard transition because up until that point, I was very, very good at what I did. And I, there was a lot of my ego that was tied up in my perception of myself. And so when I transitioned to work under this boss, I took on a role where I had a very large organization of people that did things I didn't know anything about. And I started working for this boss who, you know, I power struggled with. So I decided when that happened, again, I was, I was getting coaching, which helped immensely. I have to change my purpose for work because being the best, you know, corporate planner in the world doesn't serve you well when you're not doing corporate planning. So I decided to really, really dedicate myself to making the workplace and the environment for the, the employees that were under me the best place that it could possibly be. And I was devoted to that. It gave me great purpose and satisfaction. And I still struggled then, you know, with my boss, who surprisingly was actually very supportive of my approach. He was the most supportive boss that I'd ever had about bringing personal development into the workplace and supporting employees. But I still, I just kept power struggling with him. You know, it's interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking like how you said earlier that your relationship with power before was very much below your level of awareness and that making the decision to operate from, you know, who you truly wanted to operate from, who you truly wanted to be, and then find yourself in a power struggle. Like that's the awakening moment, right? That's, right. that's the time where something is waking up inside of you. And, and as soon as we or anybody focuses on it being about the other person, you don't get to pay attention to your own relationship with power. Yeah. What were some of the things that you did or learned, you know, specifically to help our listeners to move through your relationship with power so that you didn't power struggle so much? I accepted responsibility for myself. So my thought processes for not blaming, right? So, so I stopped blaming this individual who, by the way, is incredibly talented, bright. Like there's great, all these great qualities that I refused to see at the time. And I just simply stopped blaming this person for all of my problems and took responsibility 
<laughs> it's so simply put. It sounds simple. It sure sounds simple. I mean, it was that simple, but it's what's kind of the bottom line. <laughs> but I, it's so true. You know, I think that that's the good news, bad news, right? The bottom line is we have to be responsible for ourselves. And I think that's what I heard you say. And then as soon as you commit to that, then the first thing that has to fall away is blaming that other person for anything. (laughs) Exactly. That the moment I start blaming, I no longer have a healthy relationship with my personal power. Yeah. So was that sort of the thing that you would use? I would imagine you'd use that like when you catch yourself blaming. Was the other thing perhaps uh, the victim mindset? Was there learning in that time, you know, when you would go to that place for you? Well, first it was, it was hard for me to see, much harder for me to see my victim mindset Mm -hmm. um, than it was for me to see my bully because I liked the bully better. (laughs) (laughs) So, so honest. I love that. As we laugh and <laughs> oh, I just thought the I relate. felt more powerful. <laughs> right. And so I would I would have to use because it was hard for me to see it. I would just have to to know when you are blaming, you are being a victim. Like I would it had to be that like almost pro like a process for me. Mm. Um, so, cause it's, 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 there weren't any moments where I would be like, God, I'm being a victim right now. Instead, there would be moments where I'd be like, Oh, I'm being a bully. <laughs> you know, those were so much <laughs> to see those. <laughs> those are great though. And, and I think that that's the key for everybody to understand is that it, it's simple Yet inside that simplicity is a complex process that has you, you know, continuously calling back yourself to yourself, recognizing that, oh, I'm actually behaving like a bully and that is not what I committed to being in, in my life. So, you know, or I'm power struggling and that's not how I want to have a relationship with power, but I so love that you look at it from the perspective of having a relationship with power, then it's not whether you're powerful or not. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we could talk for hours, I think, about this. And for those of you that may be interested in learning more, please, you can reach out to Monica through the Your Infinite Life website or catch her on LinkedIn, Monica Haas. And please, if you like our podcast today, give us a review, definitely subscribe. And thank you very much, Monica, for your wisdom today. Uh, It was my pleasure. I loved talking with you, Pam. (laughs) Thank you. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com 
and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a learning journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.